Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Morning, everybody, and welcome to today's Sunday Q&A. Here we are again. Um, firstly, I'd like to say a big hello to Oliver Sims and Oliver Hall, the talented riders at the Found 3 on reading this, um, of Cool Fad Fad Racing Mini Bike Championship, and they're at Rest Lodge this weekend. There's a firm out there we do a bit of business for, um, and it's basically, I think it's, well, it's basically the boys, the, 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 the lads go racing on these kind of mini bike things, and they said, is there any chance you give us a bit of a shout out? And I meant a text him say, give me a link, but if I can find any links with anything like that, so it's Ollie Sims and Oliver Hall, and they do like the, the racing bikes. Apparently they're pretty good. They go out of Spain and Portugal and all these kind of things and race around the bike. So if you're into that kind of thing, please check them out. <coughs> yeah, it's a nice firm. They sort of give the, um, yeah, jobs to live at the stores very, very early in the morning, which I'm not going to be able to do for a little while because we're having a little bit of a change. Um, I'm in the office again. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm kind of 50-50. I'm not, I'm looking, I'm not, I'm actually looking forward to not getting it at half past two in the morning like I did on Thursday. Uh, on the flip side of things, it's a bit stressful. And also that the Thursday job had to go up to Manchester. And then when we finished, it was Manchester, I had to go and pick up a bed for the kids because the, um, a boyfriend's moving in a rental house across the road. You get that, you know, dad, <laughs> on your way home. Yeah, of course, mum. Um, and rather than taking me straight down, it took me from sort of Manchester, kind of Burnley way. I forget the name of the road. What are the most beautiful roads? Mountains and green and lakes and plains. And I'm driving around, I've got the radio on, it's a bit windy, but it's not scary windy. And I thought, I'll get paid for this. Lovely. It was absolutely lovely. In fairness, and my final job, well, my final job before I jump in the office, and it ain't going to be full time. I'm going to be in a trap before you know it. Um, on Friday, now bear in mind the last two Fridays, the second job I've taken, I've, I've, I've dropped a clang at night, you know. Um, that's an oversimplification, but it's about right. Um, I got a job, I pick it up in Sandy, uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, had a delivery time in Reading at 12. 
And I thought, okay, fair enough. I was loaded by eight o'clock in the morning, so I got there early, as I do. I got to Reading at 10, half 10, small industrial unit. It was seven pallets, light as a feather, I could lift them, you know, lift them to move them. <coughs> Straight off the fork truck. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to get a day here. So I went home, I've changed the truck over with Roy. Um, went to the gym, which is handy, because I went to the gym for ages. Hate it, but it means it's done for the weekend now. Um, and yeah, here I am. We've got a lot of tests on the lorries today, free inspections today, but no, I'm going to be running the trucks now. So I'm running the trucks. Jim's doing all the, um, the, the money side of things, plus freight forwarding, plus looking after me when I don't know what I'm doing. Al's going back towards what he was doing before because it doesn't pay three people. Because what we found out is that my argument was this, and it was wrong, is that to have a truck off the road could cost you, I don't know, one and a half, two thousand pounds in loss of revenue. To have a driver off the road costs about 700 quid with their wages, tax, tax insurance. So I said it's much, it makes much more sense to have, um, you know, all the trucks um, running all the time. But as it turns out, when you've got five trucks of our age, there's a good chance that one of them is going to be off the road with something wrong at some stage. Harris is off the road because the sensor went wrong. Then a week later, Roy's is now off the road because the gearbox is wrong. So what we're now doing is we're going to have five lorries, four of which are running full-time and one spare. And the spare one will be if one of the trucks breaks down or if we overbook a job, because I can still jump in the lorry. It's like, I'll pay it with, with double book for tomorrow. Is there any chance you can jump in the lorry and fly over and get this? Yeah, no problem. It's, so that seems to be the way forward. I'll let you know how it goes. But it means I'm in the office, so... So stay tuned for today's wise guys from a question from, <laughs> from someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Mm. So anyway, on to business. So last week's mistake, as, as I said, this was going to become a regular feature of the show. And of course it is because I've been making errors all the time because everything I say is wrong or at least largely erroneous. Um, white man in a van said, Pete, you, should, you shouldn't finish my sentences. I didn't mean your group turning into a stop oil, but the other group that you promoted is 100% agree with you. If you're truly about stopping pollution, if it was truly about stopping pollution, they wouldn't allow pay to pollute systems. That's right. If it's about pollution, some of the foreign countries, you know, like Norway and Sweden and stuff like that, they just go, you can't come in. It's not a matter of you can come in if you pay 50 quid. That's just tax. It's just you can't come in. We were stopping the pollution, get rid of the polluting trucks, which are polluting trucks. We've been through this anyway. But uh, yeah, sorry about that, mate. What happens is sometimes you get a big chunk and I get halfway through it and I think, oh, I'm running out of time. So I kind of scan forward and I make errors. But so we're still on the LEZ. We're um, a few a few straggling comments that came in from last week's thing on the um, pollution. Mm. We've had a few. Um, <coughs> Ken Warburton. He says, Pete, he says, I'm one of the new 150 subscribers to your blog. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> really appreciate you, mate. Having come across it after watching Brown Car Guy, yeah, a couple of people recommended There was a Brown Car Guy and there was another guy. I can't remember. I did watch one of them, but I don't do the YouTube. I ain't got time. I have now. I'm in front of a computer now. I bet I won't have time, in fairness. Running trucks is a full-time thing. He said, I subscribed because I'm totally opposed to the ULEZ in all its forms. Although I'm not local to you or London, I believe it will spread throughout the country unless we strongly oppose this. As you say, Manchester currently has a cash scheme on hold, but if the ULEZ is expanding in London, then no doubt it will be introduced here. I live in the leafy village on the outskirts of Greater Manchester. If you live outside of Greater Manchester, it will expand to you. Have you seen the size of the Greater Manchester zone? It's, got, it's kind of the size of Texas. It's huge. Um, 
Signs are already in place throughout Greater Manchester. Yes, I know I drove past them Thursday morning and have been for well over a year. At least they haven't bought it in for a year. That would have been shocking. I think the reason they haven't bought it in is because they think it's a vote loser. A lot of Manchester has gone, you bring this zone into us and we're voting for the other firm next year because I've got to get rid of my van. I'm certainly going to cost me £12.50 a day to drive in. People don't like it. I think there's been quite a backlash. These schemes will impact everyone. Yeah. Um, as transport costs will increase to business operators in these areas, so even non-car owners will have to shoulder costs from increased prices in business in these areas. Yeah, this is it has a knock-on effect. If you've got to pay £12.50 to go in, then you've got to, sooner or later you've got to pass it on the customer. Everything goes up. They're trying to stop inflation, but at the same time they're also trying to raise tax. How does that work? Um, I'm also an ex-HGV driver and realise that this could, could result in logistics companies refusing to enter these areas. Yeah, these do. And now I'm booking jobs. I'm less likely. We do occasionally go in. I'm less likely to go in. Or worse, closing down as a result of making many redundancies. Other businesses within the boundaries could also close, as some have done so already. This needs to be stopped and should be stopped as soon as possible. Sorry for the long rant, but this is uh, an unnecessary cash grab and really angers me. Keep up the great work. Not a long rant at all, Ken. And I think a lot of good points have been made. There are points that we're making all the way along. It has a knock-on effect to the small guy. It has, it's inflationary. It has an effect on business. It is not environmental. That's the big thing. People go, oh, yeah, well, you, are you one of these don't believe in global warming? No, I do believe that we need to do something about the pollution for our kids. But this has the opposite effect. It's just, it's poor people's tax under the guise of ecology. And, it, yeah, it does need to be stopped. Leaching says, whenever Sadiq Khan is questioned about this expansion, the first thing he uses is, do you want clean air for your children's? Just to justify it. Um, it's like saying, I'm like you, as I'd like to own a nice Euro 6 van, but I can't afford it. There's just no way the bank is going to lend me over 12k. It almost feels like they've got it in for the small guys who work for themselves. Yeah, you're right, if he turns around, you know, if Sadiq Khan turned around to me and said, do you want clean air for your kids? I said, I'd like to feed them first. No point, there's no point in having clean air if they're starving to death, is it? And it's not like the air's that unclean, is it? It's not like they sort of, they need a gas mask to breathe. Oh, don't get me wrong. Again, the environment thing. For the environment thing, this is not environment. It's just poor people's tax. Just, just, but it's like smoking. Oh, yeah, they're smokers. We can tax them through the roof and you're just going, well, you shouldn't smoke anyway, should you? Some people smoke. Freedom of choice. My wife smokes. You know, it's, I, I gave up because I was no good at it. Um, rubbish with a fact. And it made me feel sick. Which kind of thinks, well, maybe not for you. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I think, you know, the system needs to be rethought. Absolutely wrong. So, uh, bye, says, you think your ULIS is banned. Khan, Khan wants pay per mile. Yeah, well, all I keep saying is if we start making a noise and start creating, and he starts to think it's unpopular, he's much less likely to do it. Terry Evans says, What's worrying is I've seen China, uh, China-like road charging cameras put on lampposts in a few areas where I live, northeast England. Like they're going to charge everyone to track their mileage on a CO2 person per limit, um, and, it, and it's meant to have an app that tracks it. Sounds like a tinfoil hat job to begin with, but they hate the, they hate the car and people's freedom to move around. I think it's about controlling our movement more than CO2 and the environment. Use an excuse to control the masses. You may have a point there, my friend. I don't know, absolutely. You may well have a point. Well, anyway, this is just another good reason for it to be stopped, isn't it? Um, 
plan to creative. Hey Nick, how you doing, bud? He says, um, be careful, Pete. Under Clause 70A of the New Public Order Act is an offence for protesters to intentionally cause a public nuisance, including causing serious annoyance. They're arresting people for making TikTok videos about the Prime Minister, and it's why 151 people were arrested yesterday for wearing yellow T-shirts during the coronation. If you're, consider, if you're considered to be making a wave against any government-enforced bill, you can be tamed and have the, your internet access removed. Well, I don't think I'm in that category yet, <laughs> But that, again, doesn't make it right. In fairness, if that's the thing, then we should all do it. Because I keep saying, if we all do it, they can't arrest everybody. The prisons just ain't big enough, like, you know. And they should, just because you shouldn't not protest about something that's wrong because you're afraid of the consequences. It needs to be done. And if I have to take the consequences, I'm going to have to take the consequences. This needs to be stopped. Uh, we've got a few more by Terry Evans, uh, the new guy. Um, he also says these low emission zones are also cause more traffic as they bottleneck all the cars, <coughs> which creates more emissions. Air blows around, also true. <coughs> as I said, it's not about the environment. Uh, and he says, um, you can spot, he says, you're spot on about the pay rise. You know, we can't have one during this. You can't have a pay rise when there's no inflation because you don't need one. And you can't have a pay rise when there is inflation because it's because inflationary. Yeah, they're just, try, just trying to cripple us. And it, it, it's not on. It's not on. There needs to be a revolution. Or a dictatorship with the right person in charge. Me. Cheers. Mm. Godzilla says, here's a good one for you, Pete. Car tax is coming in for um, in electric vehicles in two years. The clean air idea falls apart. Oh, that's it. Well, what we're going to do is clean air. Anyone drives an electric vehicle, that's fine. Then people start driving electric vehicles and the, 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 sort of the, the um, treasury goes, hang on a second. We're losing quite a few quid on car tax here. Yeah? Better tax the electric ones. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, the whole thing's a sham. It's ridiculous. Um, oh, on the subject, which Chad Grind says, you let's par. He says, I drive a 40-year-old V6, V8, very economical. If driven carefully, I can get 15 to the gallons. Stuff you less. Some of the petrol vehicles, some of the older petrol vehicles, I think were exempt, or they used to be. I don't know if they still are. Presumably someone in the wise guys might let me know. Um, Alsajan says... Non-compliance. He says, I will, pay, I will pay it, but it will cost them a 1,000 quid. Do your research. Don't pay them. Need to know a bit more about that, my friend. I don't quite understand that comic. Sorry, bud. Um, Steve Campbell says, you know, on the subject of prison, he says, they can't put us all in prison, but prison ain't too bad, really. It may not be, Steve. It's not the prison, is it? It's the lack of freedom. <laughs> That's what I'm on. My mate Dave did five and a half years. We went down for 13. He got 11. He's dead now. He died recently. My mate Dave, if you ever get to read the book, um, chapter 8, Big Dave. I saved my life. Um, in fact, I spoke at his funeral and I carried a coffee. But, um, yeah, he, I mean, he did a prison thing. He did it standing on his head. But it's just a fact. It's just not been able to do what you want for five and a half years, not seeing your family missing Christmas. It's not brilliant, is it? <laughs> Stay clean, Steve. Um, this is kind of a for Beedle Brocks, but he's done it in numbers and letters, which I quite like because I'm a big Hitchhikers fan. Don't panic. Um, he says, it will not end until the relevant politicians suffer greatly. This is it. Once they think they're going to lose votes, then they'll change that. They'll turn their tail. Uh, Wayne Rawlings says, surely a horse, he says, surely a horse, because I said about, you know, we drive horse and carts. He says, surely a horse and cart is as fast as current traffic. Navigate in London. It's probably quicker. 
when you bear in mind there are probably places on a horse and cart that you might not be able to go with normal. You know, oh, we're just going to go down. We'll go down the mall. We'll, we'll go around the park. <laughs> can't do that in a lorry, can you? Oh, you can't. Well, I remember Martin did it once in a van the day it really, really snowed. I don't think anyone cared. Um, and finally, the domain name guy says about the Ulysses. He says the way to get more. So the way to get more views on Ulysses is to make a sixty-second YouTube short whilst dancing about the Ulysses charge. Enough with the dancing. I did a video on dancing. If you watch the end of this video, there's me dancing. And then I'm really ill. Just as I about to do the, the video. That's why the dance is not brilliant. Otherwise, I'm like Ashley Manager. Uh, I felt I suddenly got really poorly. It was the first time in three years. Um, I think it might have been COVID, but I don't even know what you're supposed to do if you get COVID now. It's kind of like the flu, isn't it? I went to bed for the day. Um, and then I had to pull this dance off. And I, suddenly I felt really weak. I pulled it off anyway. You know, I'm British, so my upper lip is stiff. Uh, right, the wise guys. This week's wise guys. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a question from Pete, the courier driver. <laughs> so I'm in the office next week. And you know where I did it before? Where um, I've got, so for example, I've got four lorries. I've got one guy in the... Sheffield, one going to Bristol, one going to Lincoln, and one going to Dunstable. And I'm looking for jobs out of four of them. Now, in the old days, what you used to be able to do is log into the CX, open it four times, and have four windows up. One with load searching for Dunstable, one with load searching for each location. Now they've changed it, presumably to stop one person buying a subscription, having 10 people in the office all logged on. So now I can only log on at one location at a time 
which means I have to change it on the bottom menu. I can still have one on my phone and one on the thing, and I've got to log on for Gem, but Gem might need it for other things. I don't know if you can log in as many times as you like on the phone. I doubt it. So what are you guys doing that were doing it before, where if you had to search four locations, you, you could have it open on four different windows? Are you now having it open on one window and having to constantly change it in the bottom? What's the way forward? Please help me out. I'll let you know what I've found when I've been doing it all. I'm, I'm, it's not just Monday and Friday either. Last time it was Monday and Friday. I'm all week. My wife's biting her nails. <laughs> she says, you're going to be around for like seven days a week. I went, yeah. And she went, hmm. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> don't know. If it's not, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, 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 if it's sunny, I can go and work outside. Uh, not that we don't get on, but is it good? I don't know. I did a video on this, didn't I? How to keep the other half happy. Let's put that one in. Um, what's name? There we go. Uh, I'll let you know how it goes. I'll let you know. We'll <laughs> see what we really It's a work in progress. Right, so, miscellaneous. Right, on, my, on the video I did on my life on the CX, Mitch at Bullion Freight, he says, thanks for the video, Pete. He says, I'm halfway there already. I've already got my Class 2 license. You, you just don't have enough spare capital for an operator's license and a lorry, Mitch. Well, things to do in that one, Mitch. Go through the application anyway. Go online. Do as much as you can. Right, find out where you're going to park it. Source the transport manager. It's going to be around for a little while. Um, put everything together that you can do other than um, your money side of things. Also bear in mind that um, you don't actually have to have the money. You've only got to have available credit. So you could go to the bank and say, would you give me an overdraft? Uh, and it doesn't have to be in one place. The bank might say, well, we'll give you an overdraft for £2,000. And then you might be able to open a credit card for £2,000. And then if you get there together, I think you need about just short of eight grand for the first truck. And if you can show that you've got available resources across the board that will do it, then you can get it. And then once you've got it, You've got it forever. I think it costs about 400 quid, 425 pounds every five years to keep it. It's one step forward. It's up to you, my friend. If not, good luck driving the truck. Someone else. Uh, I did the one on Taco Master. Fuddled said, he said, it looks good, but I can't, can't work out to enter the previous days manually. You skip that part. I'll be honest with you, it was all right. It didn't kind of work properly because it's supposed to be GPS linked so it's supposed to work out when you drove and when you didn't drive and within about four weeks you um you work out how to do it I did a video I'll do a link um on you know on how to do driver's hours the basic way and it's not that tricky particularly with all the new the modern taco heads now they kind of um they um you can flick down and they can tell you how many hours you've got left and then when you've finished, you know, your four-hour break, how many hours you've got left and then when you've done, say you've driven for like eight hours and have 45 minutes or seven and a half hours, they'll tell you how many hours you've got left. It, it's not that complicated anymore. Not for me. I just got the hang of it. I think at first I was a little bit rabbit in the headlights but before you know it, it sort of just becomes second nature, you know? So, uh, and Lilandy Gamer says... Um, he says, watching an old trucking programme from the 90s and some bloke called Pete from South London who sounded just like you was on it. Uh, was that you? No, my friend. I'm not actually from South London. I'm not actually from London at all. I'm actually from Luton. Uh, but I spent 20 years working as a street market trader in London, so you get the mockney, whack, 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 roll out the barrel, whack, 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 cockney accent, like, you know. Um, but no, 
No, back in the 90s. And back in the 90s, I was working on the markets. Plenty of videos about that if you go all the way back to the beginning. They're not very good, but they're there. Um, yeah, and I was driving a lorry. In fairness, when I was on the markets, I was driving Shirley. She was seven and a half ton. Used to go to one market in the morning, drop it off, set it up, then go to another one, set that up, work that one all day, pack that one up, go to the first one, pack that one up, and then come home. And for a while it worked, and then the money ran out. So, so there we go. So, in conclusion, uh, David Batchelor says, Did I see you about 7 pm on the 421 earlier? Yes, <laughs> that was me collecting the job that I had to. Um, pick up and take to Manchester the very next morning. He said, I, I said, yeah, I told him this. He said, I thought so. I was in a double-decker B&M going back to DC after a little trip to Portsmouth. Lovely. Very nice. So, guys, wish me luck. Like I say, I'm stuck in front of a computer screen. I'll have eyes like that. Got eyes like that already. Uh, yeah, stuck in front of a computer screen. The thing about being in front of a computer, the big advantages are I won't have to get up so crazy early. I've managed to do it in spring, so rather than I've managed to avoid the advantages of not having to get up in the dark and the cold and scraping the car and all that kind of stuff. But, um, and it'll be nice to be around. It'll be nice to be around the house and all that kind of stuff. I will miss the driving. I will miss the, the views. I will miss it when a job goes right or you manage to make a job go right or a people are grateful or if someone's happy. It's pros and cons to both of it. But I'm sure I'll keep you on the... Um, I'm sure I'll keep you on the loop. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of videos about it. But for all you guys out on the road next week take care take money say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.